Amsterdam. Welcome everyone to uh, tuning in to our first Odyssey show. Um, we will be uh, making or working with different uh, guest artists every uh, every month, starting with uh, none other than Manu the Tough. So welcome, Manu. You're all good? Yeah, I'm all good. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing good as well. So we've been uh, keeping pretty busy, I believe, with uh, your album coming up uh, on Pampa, I think this month, and uh, um, touring uh, starting again as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just finishing the album and kind of promoting it and yeah, I've done some shows and some more to come. Yeah. How was that the first shows like because I believe you live in Zurich with the family still? Yeah, yeah, I live in Zurich. Uh the first shows were good. My my very first one was actually in the Netherlands. Oh really? Uh, what was that? Plongedienst, how'd you say? Oh yeah, Plugedienst, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, which was like the last festival before everything shut down again. Yeah. 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 So how was it playing for a crowd again? Because I believe in Zurich you're quite far away from, uh, or not living in a really dense city, right? Yeah, but I live like 15 minutes from the city center. Okay. It's actually quite close. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, it's, it was weird because especially for the first show, I built it up way too much in my head. And like, you know, I over-prepared. Uh, but after that, the shows after that were much more relaxed and I played better, so... <laughs> Sounds good. And about your album, uh, soon to be released on Pampa Records. Um, I've written that you uh, composed and written most of the tracks during the lockdown phase as well. Um, can you tell us a bit about the coming together of the record and uh, how it developed over time? Yeah, like um, there's a couple of the tracks which are a bit older, but me- most of the... Uh, so you can hear uh, most of the tracks I uh, made kind of last year, just when when everything stopped. Um, so yeah, it's like seventy percent of the tracks I made during kind of lockdown. Or in Switzerland, there wasn't really a lockdown so much, but uh, yeah, during that time off anyway. Uh, right. Um, aside from the release, I think you will be returning to uh, Holland soon as well, right? To Bloemendal, I think this weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Playing yeah. in Bloemendal on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I've played, I believe you've played there multiple times already. So can you tell us a bit about your experience there at the Seaside venue? Yeah. It's actually one of my favorite places that I've played in the Netherlands over the years. So many amazing uh, events there. Uh, a couple of times it was a bit cold and wet, but in general, I think most of them, the weather was pretty good. So uh, yeah, it's great. It's a great spot. Yeah. All right. What else do you have coming up this coming weeks? Um, I played in Zurich last week uh, at Zukunft. Um, this week, Blumenthal. Then I go to Berlin, uh, Leipzig, the UK a couple of times. Um, and yeah, uh, anywhere that's still kind of open. <laughs> yeah, so there's a few things lined up. All right. All right. And then for the Echo Box show, what do you have in store for us today? Um, I think it's going to be pretty like slow and psychedelic, I would say. Uh, pretty a bit different than I would play from my normal kind of peak time club sets, more like something I would play if I was playing all night or something. So a bit like the maybe first two hours or so of, a, of an all-nighter, a similar vibe. All right. 
Sounds good. Let's uh, get into that. Design the moyen, 
my name is Rosetta Montenegro. I was born in Venezuela, but I live in many parts of the planet, so I got to meet so many people. Everyone came to see me in Ibiza during those days and now still. I work in um, Pacha, I work in Ku, I work in Amnesia, I work in all over the places here. Imagine Ibiza in the 72 used to live with the payeses and uh, they were really nice people, you know, they didn't get impressed about our outfits that were really freak, you know, I mean, we were freak. We used to get uh, whatever, a bottle of coke, we cut it and we make a, do things for a bra, you know. It was really funny, the fantasy that all the people used to have that time. At least in that time, we used to have two or three pareos. You can you wear it on the head, over the, the shoulders, as a child. And we only carry a basket, a Visenkan basket, with all our stuff there. So we didn't have to go to our house to get things, you know. No, it was easy going. You know, we used to go to the disco without barefoot, in bathing suit, with a pareo. And sometimes people make it full of uh, colors and things, you know, but uh, flowers all over.
same culture, the same language, the same society, the same institutions. So I do not have to destroy those institutions for you. But if you are of another race, if you have a different culture, different language, different values, I have to destroy all of those to make you bow to me. And that is the difference between poor black and poor white. Poor whites have their culture, have their values, have their institutions. Ours have been completely destroyed. Completely destroyed. Completely destroyed. When you talk about alliances, you recognize you form alliances with people who are trying to rebuild their culture, trying to rebuild their history, trying to rebuild their dignity. People who are fighting for their humanity. Poor white people are not fighting for their humanity. They're fighting for more money. They're fighting. There are a lot of poor white people in this country. You ain't seen none of them rebel yet, have you? Why is it that black people are rebelling? Do you think it's because it's just poor jobs? Don't believe that junk that hunky is running down. It's not poor jobs. It's a question of a people finding their culture, their nature, and fighting for their humanity. For their humanity. For their humanity. For their humanity. There's a question of how we regain our humanity and begin to live as a people. And we do not do that because of the effects of racism in this country. We must therefore consciously strive for the object of the ideal. Why don't you ask him if he's going to stay? 
So this was it for this month's show. Uh, big thank you to Manolitsov, of course, and everyone that tuned in to our first uh, ever show on Echo Box. Um, next month we will be returning with the one and only Vladimir Ivkovic. So make sure you're ready for that on the 18th of September. And we also did an extended interview with Manolitsov, which will be published on our website in a bit so make sure to keep an eye on our socials and the website and see you all on the next one <laughs> <laughs>